0: Hey, darling, welcome to the She's a Creative podcast. Are you a female creative who wants to own your purpose and dominate your creative business? Then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kay, your host and guide to help you on your way to creative freedom and success. Hey, boo, hey, happy Tuesday. Okay, guys, so I'm actually recording this ahead of time. I'm so proud of myself. I did not wait till the last minute to record this episode. So, guess what, y'all? I literally just remembered that She's a Creative just turned one. Y'all, oh my gosh, on May 15th, that is when in my apartment I sat down and I created the Facebook group for She's a Creative. So, it's not the podcast one year anniversary, but it is the anniversary of the She's a Creative group. So, we are officially one years old. Yes, honey. I am so excited and I'm so grateful to each and every one of you. And so today I just want to talk about a few things that I learned after building a community for this past year. So, um, you know, just to say a few things that have happened. Um, the Facebook group is now almost to 700 members. Um, I think as of this recording, I'm at like 686 or something. Um, We hosted our first event, the She's a Creative, um, the Mind Your Business event. Um, We've published over 40 podcast episodes. Um, We've done several meetups. We've made tons of friends. I know I have made tons of friends and we just keep growing from here. I am so excited and grateful and overwhelmed. Like this has just been a crazy experience and to think that this started a year ago, like <laughs> just a year ago, we started all this. So wow. Um, you know, when I, when I reflect on this, when I reflect on like the whole idea of she's a creative, um, I can't help but to be proud. Like I'm not proud of myself or just myself. Like, I'm proud of the progress of the members in this community. I have watched you guys in this last year launch some amazing things. People have done some amazing projects. They've become authors. Um, Some people have finally decided they're going to launch their business. Um, People are in magazines, they've been published in magazines. There have just been so many. Amazing things that have happened to the women in this group and I couldn't be more honored to walk alongside you guys and to be You know to share space on the internet or in real life with you guys has just been super freaking awesome Oh, and not to mention all the people that have networked and have given each other work um, Who have referred business to one another um, who have showcased their talents to each other. I am just here for all of it I couldn't be more you know, excited and and grateful for just that portion alone. I mean, because I really wanted She's a Creative to be a space for people to network and, you know, work together. I just didn't think it was going to happen the way it has. Um, And it's been a beautiful thing. Like It's been such a beautiful thing. But anyway, I could ramble all day. Let me get into this. So, Here are a few things that I learned um, after a year of building a community, and I think that this may help some of you guys who have been thinking about maybe starting a Facebook group or, um, you know, going into podcasting or just building your own community, however you decide to do that. So the first thing that I learned is that it is important to start slow. Um, I am so glad that I decided to grow this thing organically and slowly um, because I feel like every member belongs like we are all such a great fit I think that everyone is here for similar reasons but also like different reasons which makes it really nice to kind of get to know other people and other people's backgrounds and things like that but um going back to the importance of starting slow I feel like if I would have rushed things like you know maybe pumped Facebook ads to get more members or whatever like if I would have just been in a rush to get the numbers up I don't think that we'd be I don't think we would be an engaged and tight-knit community like we are now like i literally feel like a lot of people are rooting for each other um we see what each other's doing we follow each other we support each other we do business with each other and i think that's really amazing and i don't think that we would have been able to do that if we would have just rushed or if i would have just rushed to have you know a thousand members or ten thousand members or whatever so um i definitely think it's important to start slow um, and to so just pay attention to the needs of your community, which leads me to point number two of service first. So, um, a lot of, a lot of the business coaches that I have had, um, they are frustrated with me <laughs> about the whole, she's a creative community thing, because, uh, I chose not to actively monetize the group. Um, this past year, you know, I was focused on community building and building a safe space and just creating a space for, um, female entrepreneurs, um, and in particular, female creatives, it has grown into something. When I first started this, this was supposed to be for creatives, like photographers, web designers, artists, like things like that. It was supposed to be for very abstract people. But as we went along in the year, um, more entrepreneurs, you know, just decided to join the space. And I realized that creativity comes in multiple forms. Like being a creative isn't just about being an artist or, you know, being a painter or photographer. Like it's about, you know, stretching your limits and thinking outside of your box um and i think that everybody in the group in some way shape form fashion is a creative and that's really exciting and so um in anyway in this past year I decided not to actively monetize the group um because I really feel like when you're first starting community it is important to focus on the value you can add and I feel like with me I'm able to bring to the table like okay this is how you can build a business with social media or you know online marketing but I'm also an accountability partner and a cheerleader like y'all know I have your back y'all know if you all me that this is your goal or this is what you're doing today i'm gonna check i'm gonna verify i'm gonna make sure that you did what you said you were gonna do and if you don't do it you know i'm not gonna spank you or anything crazy but i am gonna be holding you accountable so that at the end of the day you have to say like okay i actually didn't do what i said i was gonna do and that's okay too so um you know another thing is that i i think a lot of people in the group have met me in person or they've talked to me or um you've probably seen me so much that you feel like you know me and that is what i wanted out of this group i wanted this group to be um a community but i wanted to also serve people first before i tried to sell or like monetize um things so i think starting i know in 2018 when i started this i didn't promote anything paid I don't believe um and then in 2019 that's when I started promoting paid things like the mind your business event and the she's a creative retreat um and things like that um I think I did like kind of promote some of my photography services but again that's what the group does like in the group you can share your services um to people and if people want to take part in it that's great if they don't (laughs) you know you just move on but um you know I think it's so important and something that I learned this year is the importance in like providing value to people first um and value doesn't have to be you know three steps to improve your business like it could just be hey i go through this stuff too so (laughs) what's up sis kind of thing hey boo are you struggling to create engaging captions that actually convert your followers into warm leads are you having a hard time creating an effective strategy to get people to visit your website and stay and make purchases or are you having a hard time figuring out what to post and how to attract your ideal client if you said yes to any of those things then you need to sign up for my free challenge the how to create content that converts lurkers into customers challenge this challenge is going to start on May 27th 2019 and basically for five days if you can give me 20 minutes each day I'm gonna help you create content that's going to help you get consistent inquiries and customers month after month. So it's time for us to stop struggling, trying to figure out what we need to be posting and what content we need to create. And let's create that content that is going to convert our lurkers into paying customers. It's time for us to start making money on social media sis. So if you want to join this free challenge, it's a five day challenge. Click the link below in the show notes and you can get right into it. Remember, the challenge starts May 27th and it's going to be five days. So I need y'all to show up and show out. Let's create some content, sis. So um, the next thing that I learned um, that I want to touch on is that there will be times when you see no growth. um, So pivot there were several times this year where honestly I considered shutting it all down I was just like yeah this she's a creative thing is not working there are no new followers there's no new group members um, there's almost no engagement so what is the point point?" and I had to realize several things one um, a lot of it, like engagement depends on the seasons. It depends on the season in life. Um, graduation season, obviously, engagement is going to be down. Um, during the holidays, engagement is going to be down. Um, but in the summertime, engagement is up because people are a little more relaxed and they have time to you know be on social media and work on things with their business or whatever. So. Um, you know, I just had to get smart and try new things. And that's the other thing. If you see that you're going through a period where you're not growing or not getting the engagement that you want, try something new. So, um, I started going live in the group. Um, I started doing Q&A Wednesdays, which I did not keep up with. That's my fault. Sorry, y'all, if y'all miss it, I'll bring it back if y'all want that. But, um, you know, I started doing Q&A Wednesdays. I started doing challenges, um, so that like basically somebody would, or I would say like, Hey, I'm going to do a free Instagram audit for the person that gets the most um, adds the most people. Um, now, it is important, especially in Facebook groups, when you, when people are adding people to tell people, hey, don't add somebody without their permission. Um, and so that's another reason why it's really good to use those questions that you can ask when people join groups, because I never wanted somebody to be added to a group that didn't want to be there. Um, I hate being added to Facebook groups, um, you know, without my knowledge or just without anybody asking me and so um i can honestly say that every member in the she's a creative group has been added um after being asked like i don't i don't put people in the group just because oh you're my friend i think you should be in here no i ask first um and so that's what I did. I just created challenges to get people, like to get the members and interested and invested in adding new people to the community. And yeah, so I realized that sometimes doing the same thing over and over and over again, um, it gets stale, and things need to be switched up. And that's why you will go through periods where you see no growth because you're doing something over and over and over again, and people are kind of over it. They want to see something else. They want to see something new. So, um, so yeah. That is something else that I learned. Um, the fourth thing I learned, y'all, I actually have 10. I don't know if I'm going to say all of them, but yeah. <laughs> the fourth thing I learned is that to take people's advice with a grain of salt. So this comes in two ways. First off, don't take advice from someone that you don't want to trade places with. Um, like, it's just, I, I just, I had to start being really protective of the community um and protective of my space and just understanding that like just because something is working for other people doesn't mean that it's something that I have to be doing. Um so yeah, I just had to start taking people's advice with a grain of salt. And it's okay. Um, you know, especially like when I was talking about earlier where people wanted me or my coaches wanted me to monetize. And I was just like, mm, that doesn't sound like something that I'm ready to do yet. Um I've gotten so much advice about what to do with the group. It's ridiculous. Um, I tried creating merch. I tried to do the whole t-shirt thing. Um, I tried to monetize the group. Some of you guys probably don't even remember this, but for a brief period, I had put, uh, I had turned our Facebook group into like a membership where people would have to pay monthly. Um, and it was only for new members. So people that were already in there probably never even saw it, but for new people to join, I was going to make it like a membership that failed. Um, yeah, like usually when I took somebody else's advice over my own thoughts, it did not work out for me. Um and at that point, like probably maybe maybe like 4 or 5 months into the community, I just had to realize like, okay, I know people are well-intentioned with their advice, but like I have to take it with a grain of salt. I know what the mission is, I know why I started this thing, so I have to stay true to that. Um so when it comes to creating your own community, take people's advice with a grain of salt. I don't I know I don't know if a lot of you guys have noticed this, but when people post stuff in the group, I don't give advice. Um, or I try very hard not to give advice. I try to ask questions to get you to come up with the answer that um, that you need to come up with, um, and it's going to come from you. Sorry if y'all he- hear the beeping in the background; it's the garbage people. But um, but yeah, like I I try not to give out a lot of advice because I feel like advice like. I feel like people should encourage advice, but they shouldn't give advice. So I'm going to encourage you to create your own advice because you know what you want to do. So, you know, why I don't want what I say in my, you know, beliefs or baggage or whatever to influence the decisions that you know need to be made so anyway long story short take people's advice with a grain of salt so the fifth thing that I learned is to show up consistently and be transparent okay so we all talk about transparency like that's like the hot topic here in in the internet and online marketing space but it's not about bearing your soul to me like being being transparent it's not about burying your soul it's about showing people that you are human okay we all want to know that are the leaders that we follow and the people that are you know making it and booming in business we all want to know that they're human we want to know that their poop stinks like we want to know that like you know maybe today wasn't a good day and that's one thing that i am so glad that i did from the beginning I've always been very transparent about, you know, just the things that go on with my business. Um, How much my husband gets on my nerves sometimes. Like, you know, I share those kind of things because I want people to know that like I'm nobody special. Like I'm just over here chilling, waiting for you guys to be my friend. So, so yeah, like be transparent, but also you have to show up consistently Um, and That is always the hard part. It's always hard to show up consistently because life happens, you know, things happen, you know, where you might have to duck out, you know, for a little bit, or, you know, you may need to shift your priorities to something else, but at the end of the day, the least you can do when it comes to showing up consistently is like a check-in, like, hey guys, this is what's going on in my life. Things are a little bit crazy, but I will be back, I promise, you know, and I think like people harp so hard on consistency and consistency is very important but at the end of the day you have to do what aligns best for your life um and so yes while growing your business and growing a community it's so important to be consistent sometimes that's just not feasible don't be hard on yourself though instead use those moments to be transparent and let people know like hey Right now, a young dog is slipping and I can't right now, but I will see y'all very soon. So, um, so yeah, that's something that I learned this year. So the sixth thing that I learned this year is how to recruit members. Okay. So I, you know, I have been, um, in network marketing, I've been in entrepreneurship for a while now, but it's kind of different to create a community, um, you know before what i was doing is i was just you know getting customers you know i was focused on customers 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 but it's different when you're recruiting members because you're recruiting basically friends like you're recruiting a community of people that stand for what you stand for and believe in what you believe in and that want to progress and go forward together and that's a whole different thing in itself so um in the beginning it was so hard like i was just like i don't know how to get people to join this um why would people even want to be a part of something that I started? They don't even know me. Like, I just had all these thoughts of like, wow, this is not gonna work, you know. But I was like, I'm gonna try anyway, and even if I can just get ten people that wanna be my friend, I don't care. And guys, the reason why I keep saying wanna be my friend and like friendship is because the whole purpose of She's a Creative was for me to have friends. Um, I was new to Atlanta, and so honestly, this community was only gonna be for women in Atlanta, and now we have women literally all over the country, and um we we have a few international members, like people that are in, um, I think the UK and in Africa. Like, we have a lot of diversity in the group, and we're only at 700 members. So, um, so, but the reason why I keep harping on friendship is because, like, I had no friends here in Atlanta when I first moved here, and I wanted to create friendships, so that's what happened. Um, so yeah, anyway, going back to how to recruit new members, um. What I did in the beginning is I shared it on my social media platforms. So I think at the time on Facebook, I might've had like 3000 friends. And then on Instagram, I had maybe, I hadn't even hit 10K yet. So I probably had like, um mm, six thousand friends or six thousand followers on instagram and so i posted i posted on my facebook very regularly and then i posted on my instagram like in my stories and stuff to get people to join the group um and so i think that got me like my first hundred people hun- first hundred members um and then after that i just started creating the incentives and challenges that i talked about earlier for people to add their friends because i mean birds of a feather flock together Obviously, if you're an entrepreneur, you have to have at least one other entrepreneur friend. Um, so my whole idea was, okay, since everybody has a friend, let's get them to add them to the group. So um, in the beginning, I will say that I didn't require email addresses. So this is kind of a side note. I didn't transition that very well. I literally just had this thought and started talking. Um, but in the beginning, I didn't require people to give me like their email address, like those three questions that you can do in Facebook groups. I didn't have that at the beginning. Um, I think I did have one question about what kind of creative people were and where they were located. And like an idiot, it, I only accepted people that were in Atlanta. I don't know why I did that, like in hindsight. And I really hope those people rejoined, but I don't know. Anyway, um, so yeah, I had, um, I only had that one question about what kind of creative were you, um, but I didn't get people's email addresses. Um, and so at the beginning, it was easy for people to join because I think nowadays people don't really want to answer all those questions. Um, but I also know, And we're going to kind of segue into this next thing, but I also know that when you put those questions there for people to answer that weeds people out, like that weeds out like the creepers that weeds out people that, you know, may not engage because they've had to do some work to even get in here. So I highly recommend you guys use those questions, especially for creating a Facebook group, um, but also to gather email addresses, um. The best thing that I could have done was get email addresses. And that's something that I learned this year as well. Number seven is that I should have required emails for them to jump um, because that's how I've grown my email list. So now my email list is almost like 400 people. um, And I'm super excited about that because that's where I do the most of my selling. I try not to sell really hard in the Facebook group. Um, I'll share it in the Facebook group. Um, I'll share it on the podcast as well, but I try not to overwhelm those places with, um, with my products or services or whatever. I put that in my email list. Um, and there's so much power in having an email list because people on your email list are way more engaged with you. Um, and, like, I just keep thinking to myself, now that the group is almost at 700 p- members, like, I wish I had more emails to communicate with you guys outside of social media, because when Facebook and Instagram went down, child, I was just like, why? Like, what's going on? But the truth of the matter is that I had a, a pretty decent sized email list at the time, so I wasn't stressed that much, but, you know, it is really annoying, and it's really helpful not to, like, put all your eggs in the social media basket. So, yeah, I wish I would have required emails from the jump, because I would have had more people on my email list for sure but um but yeah i definitely recommend you guys use those questions at the beginning of um or those questions before people join to grab emails and to get information about people that are joining the group that's going to help you further your business um and i mean in the beginning your whole goal may not be to use your group for you know business purposes i know that wasn't the attention for me so um so yeah like but at least give yourself that option that's all i'm saying um so we're almost done we're almost done. (laughs) So number eight is, um, the eighth thing that I learned this year is that if it's not working, stop doing it. Oh my goodness. Social media will have you thinking that you need to be doing everything all the time. Okay. And I know that y'all see me doing the most, like y'all see that I blog, y'all see that I podcast, I do video, like y'all see me kind of everywhere. And I know that it can be hard when you see people that you admire and you know love and support it can be hard when you see them doing all the things um for you to you know keep doing stuff or i don't know how to explain this but basically if it's not working for you don't keep doing it so in the beginning everybody kept telling me oh you have to blog you have to blog you have to blog okay blogging kills me (laughs) i i'm not the person i don't really want to sit down and write long form content um I can talk about it i can do a video about it but i'm really not trying to write a long paper about it and i think i'm so burnt out from college and writing all those papers so i'm just like yeah i don't really want to write this but um yeah in the beginning blogging killed me now I only write blog posts for the podcast show notes. Um, I realized that it's not working, so I'm not going to keep doing it. And when I say it's not working, yes, people were coming to my website. It was getting me a lot of traffic, but it wasn't working for me as a person. And quite frankly, if it doesn't work for me, if it doesn't serve me, is it if it causes me stress and anxiety, I'm not going to keep doing it because the whole purpose of being a creative and being an entrepreneur is that you get to do things the way you want to do them. And while yes it's important to show up in the place that your audience is at the end of the day i have figured out how to do things without having to blog so i don't do it um as much now funny enough even though that's a lesson that i learned this year if it's not working stop doing it i actually am going to start blogging again this year um Well, I don't know if I'm going to do it this year, but I am going to start blogging again um, or at least um, maybe do like a YouTube channel or something. But I do want to create more longer form content um, and I don't really want to do it in a podcast form. So I don't know. We'll see how things transpire um, in the next few months. But I am actually thinking about blogging again on my personal blog, but um, it's going to be way more fun um, and it's just going to be me like really sharing like my expertise and more about my life and all that good jazz. So yeah. We'll get there when we get there, but if it's not working for you, sis, stop doing it. It's really not that deep and, you know... A lot of times people can tell when your heart is not in it. A lot of people could tell that like with some of my blog posts, I really was only writing it because I needed to post this week. And I don't ever want people to feel like, oh, I'm just putting out content for the sake of putting out content. Everything I put out, I want it to be valuable. um, Whether it's me sharing my life and sharing a story or whether it's me giving out tips and advice. I don't care what it is, but when I put it out there, I really wanted to impact somebody. And so I found myself with a blog just realizing that I really wasn't adding value um, and it was more so an ego boost to say like, oh, I created content today or oh, I created a blog post today. So, you know, whatever. But yeah, I X that really quick and yeah, we'll see if I come back to it. (laughs) So the last two things, I'm going to try to make this fast because we're almost at 30 minutes. Well, we're at 22 minutes, but anyway, Um, so the last couple of things is that nine, don't compare yourself to other communities so i when i first started this i saw other tribes that were flourishing they had like you know maybe a thousand or like ten thousand um you know members or you know some of them have even more than like some people have like a hundred thousand members in their communities and tribes and I would see that and I would get so like down on myself and so hard on myself like man why aren't you know why am I not getting a thousand requests to join the group you know each day or you know why am I not you know growing and and you know getting like 500 comments on posts and stuff like that like I used to think that's so hard like dang what am I doing wrong with the group but then I realized it's not about me like it's not about you know, having this big number of people because I'm I'm almost a hundred percent confident. No, actually not I'm almost I am a hundred percent confident that none of those tribes have anything on she's a creative like no one can top what we have You know, on Facebook or in life in general, like nobody's tribe can touch us. And so I had to remember that, like, those other communities, like, maybe they were built on a different type of foundation. You know, maybe they, you know, get all these new people in there. But, you know, to be honest, I would look in there and a lot of people would complain about the groups. I mean, I haven't yet seen a complaint about the She's a Creative community. Um, And I'm not going to even go into the complaints because I'm not even going to go there today but one thing i will say is that i took everything that i didn't like about other facebook groups and i made sure that mine didn't have those things and so you know i'm really i'm really grateful and just really glad about how things have happened with the community um and i learn new lessons every day but i think the most important thing that i learned is not to compare she's a creative to any other community because we're not them and i think I know how hard it can be, you know, when you're trying to build something and, you know, the first thing that you focus on are the numbers, like the numbers do matter. And so it can be hard to, you know, deal with that. It can be hard to, you know, try to find a balance between like, oh, wow, these groups have all these people in it and my group only has 10. But hey, maybe you just started your group and you have to give yourself some time to get to that point. Um, But at the end of the day, whatever you're creating and whatever your group is, it's always going to be better than the others. Um, and it's it's just a fact of the matter. Like if you right now listening to this start a Facebook group, it's going to be better than she's a creative. You know why? Because it's your group, it's your ideas, and you're creating something based off of, you know, what you feel like people need. And the people that join that group, they're going to get that if you continue to put that out there to them. So, you know, <laughs> I just, I realize now that, Comparing myself to other communities, comparing she's a creative to other communities, it doesn't help us at all. Because at the end of the day, we are so different and so unique that it really doesn't matter what anybody else is doing because we can like do circles around them. But yeah. Anyway, the last thing that I'm gonna say is that just started. Okay. I I wish I would have started this group earlier, honestly. I I I realize now throughout this whole journey that she's a creative is what I needed when I first like got serious about entrepreneurship, you know, a few years ago, I can't even remember how many years I decided to really be serious about it. Um, But I wish I would have started this back then because, you know, it would have blossomed even bigger than what it is today. Um, But if you're on the fence about starting a community or starting a group, just start it. Like the worst that can happen is that things don't work out and you close it oh, well, like, oh, freaking well, but at least you, you can say you tried. Um, and the longer you wait, you know, the longer that there are people out there that are not being served by you. And I think that for me, you know, I now look at this space as like, I get, I get the opportunity to serve women and to connect women with one another and to promote people's businesses and to just be a part of people's journeys and I think that's such a unique space to be in and it's also really empowering to be around other like-minded women so if you're on the fence just start it like what's the worst that could happen what is literally what the worst that could happen is that nobody joins okay and like you just move on with your life to the next thing like I said if it's not working stop doing it so so yeah like if you're you're contemplating like creating your own space or if you're contemplating like you know starting something based off of your own ideas or on your own passions or whatever just start it and that's with anything it doesn't have to be a group for entrepreneurs it could be a group for people that love to knit it could be um you know just starting a new business in general whatever it is just start it like all this hesitation all this oh let's you know i want to wait until everything's perfect perfection doesn't exist you're always striving for perfection but you'll never actually reach that goal there's always going to be something that needs to be improved and so just start like instead of waiting just like if if you don't get anything else from this just start whatever it is that you want to do so i want to thank you guys so much um i really honor each and every one of you that have been a part of this she's a creative journey with me in this past year um i i just i couldn't be more grateful and excited about all the friendships that i've made and all the partnerships that have happened as a result of this and i i just want to thank you i just i really appreciate you guys for always sticking with me and coming through for the win and supporting me and um being members of this community being engaged in this community you guys are all amazing and um i can't wait to see what this next year holds for us um i'm i'm really excited and i'm really grateful So yeah, those are the things that I learned after (laughs) building a community for a year. It's definitely been a crazy ride and I can't wait to see what unfolds for us this year. I'm really excited. So until next time, I will talk to y'all later, darlings. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the She's a Creative podcast. If you enjoyed this, let me know by sharing a review on iTunes or sending me a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and your favorite part. Go follow me on social media to get more inspiration, wisdom, and tips at she's a creative podcast or at Mrs. K Hillman on Instagram and check out the blog at she's a creative.com. I love you creative darling so much. And until next time, keep building your creative dreams.